pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome, Dan Bach back with you on a Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you on this Monday. We are going to talk a little MLB. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA as well. And of course, it's a big week for me because we get the PGA Tour in my backyard. That's right. It's the, uh, the players. Happening at TPC Sawgrass. Always make a venture down there. If you're going to be at the tournament, ping me. I'm going to be there on Friday afternoon hanging around uh, the 16th hole. Yeah, the wife, again, not me, the wife gets the hookup with uh, Sweet Life over there. So, uh, well, it's 91 degrees and you're having uh, getting sunburned and dealing with ridiculous temperatures. I'll be in air conditioning drinking beers on the house, but... Uh, that doesn't mean that you can't come by, say hi, swap some DFS stories. I'll even walk a couple of holes with you and, uh, and you know, kind of pain through the elements a little bit. So if you're going to the tournament this weekend, ping me over on Twitter at Dan underscore Bacher here on Roto Grinders, and hopefully we can meet up. Love meeting uh, other people in the DFS community. Now, we're not talking golf today. It is going to be hoops. It is going to be baseball, and we can get both those in here tonight. It's uh, interesting, though, like... This is something that's not talked about much, but you know who's really hoping that these series continues on? The daily fantasy sites, because especially that they've moved to these kind of showdown slates, uh, think how much revenue they have to lose by these series potentially ending like 4-0 or 4-1. That's a ton. I mean, they could be running games... You know, all the way up to Game 7, especially when they're staggered. There is an incredible amount of loss kind of revenue for them by these games uh, getting wrapped up. So they're definitely cheering for more and more games. Obviously, as Daily Fantasy players, that gets us a little bit more excited. I think it's just kind of an interesting element that, especially when people look at fantasy numbers and, you know... uh, are the sites growing? You're going to have to like put that into perspective. And the interesting, I think it was Legal Sports Report had something about year-over-year growth um, up on FanDuel and DraftKings. And it's not really surprising. I mean, I think that FanDuel in particular got a lot more lean in terms of their structure of their company, um, the, uh, the people at it, maybe the salaries that they were carrying. And there's maybe a couple of reasons why that happened. Uh, But DraftKings on the flip side is kind of still in like hyper spend mode on a lot of things. Uh, But we've also seen, you know, their tournaments be larger, but they also have greater expenses. You know, they've, you know, gone off into, uh, you know, international where FanDuel has quit that. So 
even though they have bigger um, tournaments and it, it appears that they're larger companies, who knows exactly where kind of the profit margins lie in that. But I will say this much. I think the reason why we've seen growth despite not a lot of uh, marketing is just the way that you know these sites are getting smarter with you know the way that they're making their slates. And we're going to talk about this in a week or two as we kind of get on what we want to see for NFL. But you know, the smaller the slates, the more money that they can have for people, and or the more money they can churn, and um, that's ultimately what this boils down to. And th- that was things that wasn't really looked at in prior years with daily fantasy, but it's something that absolutely they're looking at now, and that's why we see shorter and shorter slates. Now, there's no question. Like, I don't think that's a better game. I've said that time and time again. I don't think it's a better game, but I also don't see that stopping. I don't think that it's it's going to end. No matter how much we want larger slates and it makes for better, more compelling gameplay, uh, that doesn't mean that that's what we're going to see. Because ultimately, it's a supply and demand world. And if people are still playing, if there's a lot of demand, even if it's not from quote-unquote you know, game players like us, it's just, you know, people who want to sweat on a single basketball game, they're going to, they're going to run those, those showdown slates. So I think there's a deeper discussion that needs to be had for, uh, uh, for NFL. And uh, again, that's something that I'm going to tackle another day because we've got stuff to do today. uh, A lot of things to talk about, but it's something that needs to be talked about because uh, I think, what happens in NFL this year is going to be super interesting when this is the first full year we've ever had single game play available on sites. And I think there's a huge difference in terms of quality of gameplay versus uh, quality of of churn, which is good for the site. So uh, I'm not really worried about it with single day basketball. I'm not really worried about it even like, yeah, would it be nice to have two to three day slates? Versus one-day slates, of course, but that's not going to happen here with hoops, whether we like it or not. So uh, we'll talk about it with football, though, a a little bit later, because especially with basketball, such a long season, you have so many slates. Football, you don't. You got 17 weeks, you got some preseason slates, you got some some postseason slates, but in terms of like the full weeks, you got 17 of them. That's it. So I, you know, really hope that... um, you know, we can still save some gameplay for those uh, for those 17 weeks. But we'll spend that another day on that because I think it's, a, it's an important conversation to have. Uh, but tonight we've got NBA two games. Uh, MLB shouldn't be too bad to run through this because the slate themselves is not particularly uh, great. I think it's like seven games for us tonight. So uh, let's get into it here. We'll start with starting pitching tonight in... Uh, and by the, before we get into that, I got to thank Fantasy Draft. They are the sponsor today. And I talked about uh, their tour championship uh, or the players, I guess it's called. They got a bigger tournament this weekend for the players. So make sure you head on over to Fantasy Draft this week. I'll try and get some uh, another free roll put up for us so we can get some tickets into that. That was fun that we did this past week or a couple weeks ago. So $15,000, the players tour card. Tonight, they've got the $12,500 home run. And uh, if you're one of those big spenders, they got a half the rake lightning dome, $5,000 buy-in and much less rake than you're uh, paying on other sites. And let's face it, there's only a handful of people playing those things anyway. So uh, get your boys together and uh, you want to 
play some high stakes, you can do it over on Fantasy Draft at less rake. So check them out. Promo code GRINDERS. Great fans of RG, the show, the happy hour. Make sure you pay it forward with a deposit over there. All right, let's get into starting pitching tonight. All right, and today with pitching, it's interesting. You know, if you're on FanDuel today, I think you're you're probably playing uh, Steven Strasburg and moving on. It's a single pitcher site. It's easier to make that call. He's got the best strikeout rate out of anybody going today. Good ballpark, low team total there for San Diego. I think he's the easy choice, but really kudos to Fantasy Draft DraftKings for bumping up that salary a lot on uh, on Strasburg because if he was around like even like 11k today, that would be just a complete plug and play, and he'll probably still be really highly owned. We've got early ownership projections in, and and we've got him at like 50% owned tonight. But I think the the question is like where do we go with SP2 on fantasy draft and DraftKings? And it's a really tough question today because there's certainly a, a number of guys who I don't like today and there's you know certainly some names that are kind of new to us who are really really cheap tonight. So, uh, you know, for all intensive purposes, Strasburg looks fine today. If you want to go under if you wanted to like go underweight you could do that, obviously, but um, I feel like there's just not a lot of great pitching, so I'm going to take the guys who I think is pretty good, and that's Steven Strasburg. Now, you know, you've got a good pitcher in real life here in Dallas Keuchel against Oakland. Not a great fantasy pitcher today. Now, there's not a lot of options for us. Uh, you know, you've got Kyle Hendricks here against Miami as well at 9,600, but here's the problem with Keuchel is... Uh, Home road splits have been very significant for him in his career. He's just not been nearly as good on the road. Now, this is a nice ballpark for him to hit in or for him to pitch in in Oakland. Not a great track record. And when you break up the plate IQ, the one thing that you can always look with Keuchel is he throws half of his pitches fastball and sinker. I mean, he's only throwing 6% fastballs over the past year and a half or since the beginning of last year so 51% fastball sinker ground ball pitcher and when you look at that pitch type and played IQ you know you've got some monster numbers you know you've got uh 397 uh uh weighted OBA or 393 for Mark Canna Jed Lowry 389 Matt Chapman 425 Matt Olson 414 and it's interesting because I, I looked at this and then I looked at some BVP numbers and Matt Olson has really good numbers versus this fastball slider and he's also got like two home runs I think in like six at bats um, against Dallas Keuchel where Chris Davis on the other hand he's got an ISO of 239 against the fastball sinker yet is one for 18 versus Dallas Keuchel so I find that kind of interesting here today and I would have expected him to be a much stronger favorite than he is. He's only minus 140 right now going against Brett Anderson. So uh, I think this is falling more on the Houston Bats as the side that I want than with Dallas Keuchel. We got a wind blowing out there, 13 miles an hour. Um, but I just can't do it. I just cannot get behind it. He's already faced his team once this year. It didn't go particularly well. And he's just expensive. I mean, that's the bottom line is he's you're not really getting much of a discount there. So if I'm choosing between him and Hendricks, I'm going to go with Hendricks. Now, the problem with him is not a huge amount of K upside there. And he's going against a, a Marlins team that, uh, let's look at the K numbers here 
on plate IQ since the beginning of last season against righties. Uh, we've got, um, you know, Real Muto at 17% K rate, Prado at 13%, Castro bore around 20%. Uh, obviously, Brinson, a huge K rate there. Uh, I mean, 20 what, 20% against righties is not terrible. He should hopefully maybe make that work. But he's just not a big K guy, you know, especially righties at 19%, lefties at 23%. But there's a lot of green there um, in the plate IQ for him in this matchup. And I think he's safe. So if I'm paying up, and I think in cash games you can do that because I'm looking at the lineups that you can build. And there's some pretty good names in there because there's some gas can pitchers out there. I don't know if you're going to get the monster stacks potentially that you want to get but you can make it work and obviously some of this is going to going to change when lineups do end up breaking but you know you can get some some good bats at moderate price tags today against bad pitchers so if I'm playing cash I think I'm probably paying for Hendricks I think he's probably my number two uh and looking at our uh ownership projections here we've got Hendricks right now as the Tied for the second highest, or no, he's third. We got Keuchel at 20%, and then Tyson Ross at 8.7K at 20%. And I don't have a problem with Tyson Ross. He has got the best pitching environment. He's looked better this year. He's going against an offense uh, that, you know, outside of Adams and, and Harper, don't have a lot of uh, lefties in them to cause damage. That's going to change when Eaton and, and Murphy return. Um, but I'm not that comfortable with it because, A, Adams and Harper are really good right now. They are locked in at the plate. So I don't know if I want to mess with that on a guy who's had his velocity have a clear drop-off. And I think this is where I'm going to really differentiate myself from the field because I don't think most people are going to go here. Uh, if I got to pick a middle tier, in especially a tournament starting pitcher today, I think it might be Michael Fulmer against Texas. Now, there's a lot of worry in the sense of this is 90 degrees out there in Texas. It's hitting weather. Um, but my feeling is he's just good enough to be able to get most of these guys out because, uh, you look at this lineup, they are filled with strikeouts. Uh, you've got a 25% K rate versus righties here. Um, and a lot of that comes from guys like Joey Gallo, but even the bottom of that lineup is absolutely filled with huge K percentage guys. I mean, Drew Robinson, you know, he makes Joey Gallo kind of, look like a decent hitter K-wise. He's 41% K, K rate versus righties. That is bad. So I think Fulmer can get some sneaky strikeouts. You will hope that he avoids some big flies. And right now, Nomar Mazzara really locked in at the plate. Uh, but I think he can get it done. You know, an XFIP of 412 since the beginning of last season. Um, so far this year, he's at a 351. And, you know, lefties have given him trouble so far this season. Um, but not a huge sample size on that. But I feel like Fulmer's the way I kind of want to go uh, on today's slate because I don't think a lot of people are going to go there because I think more people will either go to Hendricks on the high end or they're going to kind of go dumpster diving on the on the low end. And there's some guys here that I just feel really bad about today. And I'm very curious to see where John Gantz' um, salary or his ownership comes in at. We only have it at 7.5%, but he's 4.2K over on DraftKings. On FanDuel, or on FanDuel, you're not worried about it, but on Fantasy Draft, he's 8,100. So this is like a near-min salary guy who is a favorite at home against Minnesota. 
But I was looking at John Gant's numbers. This guy's not a really big prospect at all. He's been in the minors since 2011. Uh, got called up once this season, pitched three innings. But even in the minor leagues this season, he's been all right. You know, 22 strikeouts and 30 innings. But he doesn't project as anything particularly great, especially when you look back at his minor league numbers. And I don't see him stepping up, pitching six innings. Now, admittedly, I talked to... Uh, Justin STL Cardinals this week and said, you know what, you know, they could absolutely use some innings here, but I don't know if this is the guy that's necessarily going to give it to him. So I think there's major risk here. If he's going to come in, because I think a lot of people will look at that Strasburg number and be like, oh, I want to stack blah, 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 blah. I want big bats in my lineup and I can't get it unless I go down to the cheap seats. And I think a lot of people are going to do it. I just don't see it a recipe for winning today. Uh, I don't think he gets you, I don't know if he'll get you double digit points. To be honest with you, I just don't know that he's that good. And it's not like Minnesota is a terrible team by any measure. They scored 5, 8, 6, 6. That's their run totals in their uh, last series against the Chicago White Sox. So uh, that team can hit the ball just fine. And I'm just not sold on on Gant being the answer. I think some people are going to go there. It's not going to be me. I'll probably be a full-on fade of that one and uh if you like him you think he's gonna pitch well then pick up my games tonight uh pj conlin he's another crapper but he is not good uh either you know looking at his minor league numbers he's had an era again earned run average doesn't mean a whole a heck of a lot um but just gives you an idea you know this season 6.75 there in the minors uh not a huge strikeout guy as well um let's see 266 strikeouts and 319 innings pitched uh i just don't see him being particularly viable for me tonight uh, against the reds so uh, i'm not looking at conlin as another you know mega cheap option so for me pitching wise i'll chalk it up with strasburg hopefully i'm a little contrarian with fulmer and uh, in, if I'm playing cash games, probably Hendricks. So those are the three pitchers that I am looking to use tonight. All right, let's get the, the position by position breakdown for you. And we'll start at the catcher spot. And I think one guy we can really consider is uh, James McCann tonight. He's 3,300 over on DraftKings. Fantasy draft, you don't have to play a catcher. But if you need a cheap bat, he's only 6,700. Uh, obviously really good numbers for him in his career versus left-handed pitching. And, uh, so far this early season, it's translated again. And Matt Moore is just not good. I mean, if you want a good laugh, go look at plate IQ and, uh, you'll see nothing but red all over the place. Lefties, righties this season, since the beginning of last season, it's it is really, really ugly for Mr. Matt Moore tonight. And we talked about that really nice hitting environment today. Uh, clearly, Detroit, there aren't a lot of bats that I love from that team. But James McCann with a, what, 508 um, weighted OBA, 426, uh, or 426 weighted OBA, I guess a 508 CX Woba, and uh, an ISO of 286 in 134 plate appearances versus lefty. That's pretty good in a really low K rate. So uh, I like him tonight. He'd be probably my cash game catcher. Uh, but there's a number of ways we can we can kind of go. I think Houston is in a breakout spot tonight as well against Brett Anderson. And uh, whether it's Evan Gaddis or Brian McCann, both those guys could be viable in your stacks tonight. And 
The other guy who I'm calling a blow-up for tonight, and I called it before, and it didn't work out, and I'm calling it again, and if it doesn't work out, I'll call it again, and if it doesn't work out, I'll call it again, and if it doesn't work out, then I'll be broke. But uh, Yarlin Garcia for the Marlins back on the mound tonight, and just to give you some context here, uh, 1.09 ERA with a 454 uh, XFIP and a Sierra of... Where was that, Sierra? It's it's not good. Um, where did it go? Sierra of... I think it's like four... Oh, man, I can't even find it on, on fan graphs right now. Uh, but I think his, 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 uh, his Sierra was like 4.34 versus like an ERA of one. And you can look at the batted average balls in play, the Babbitt. It is a 151 with a 95.2% left on base rate. It's going to blow up on this guy. It, it absolutely is. And it's just a matter of time for it to happen. And was is it the Cubs today in Wrigley with the wind blowing in? I don't know. Um, but I think there's a chance that it certainly could be. Uh, and by the way, 4.73, the Sierra to a 1.09 ERA. So, love the Cubs stack today. Um, again, it's going to be tough to m- really get in, and that might be a position where I run a Fulmer and uh, and Hendricks to um, starting pitch lineup with uh, all those big Cubs bats, but I like the Cubs to put up a number tonight. And uh, if Jarlin Garcia or Yarlin Garcia screws me again, then so be it. But uh, So, Contreras, definitely a name for us to uh, to consider tonight. Uh, all right, let's move on. We got uh, over at first base today, and uh, one guy who's definitely um, popping on the salary side of things. Because again, if you are paying up, you're going to want to live in like the the low threes in most spots. And Mr. Guriel there for Houston batting cleanup against Brett Anderson, pretty attractive spot. Three thousand on Fanduel, thirty-two on DraftKings, and sixty-four over on Fantasy Draft. Uh, he had a home run, I think, over the weekend or a couple of days ago. Hasn't This offense hasn't exploded yet, or at least for a while. They got off to a quick start, but then slowed down. But this is definitely a spot for them to, to potentially get going. And I think another, again, I hate to throw another team to stack out there today, but I think St. Louis is in a good spot offensively. And I think maybe Jose Martinez against Fernando Romero is a place that we can go here. Uh, looking at the plate IQ, again, Romero only has like one game sample size. So I don't put too much stock in the actual numbers, except how many pitches he threw um, at, uh, you know, in terms of the uh, the pitch style. And you're looking at a 45% fastball sinker uh, in his first start this season. And you've got ISOs of 329 uh, for Matt Carpenter, uh, 249 for Dexter Fowler. Not great on the ISO numbers, but a 357 Woba. And the one thing he does do is throw the ball really hard. You're looking at like 94 to 90, uh, five, or 96 miles an hour. And Martinez, really slow, small sample size, but he's crushed that handedness of pitching to this point. Or not that handedness, but that uh, that that speed of, of fastballs. So he should be able to handle it. Again, I'm not playing him as a one-off, uh, but in a in a stack today, I think the Cardinals kind of interesting today because uh, even Vegas really likes St. Louis tonight. 
uh, with John Gant, who I just don't think is particularly good. So they're minus 142 tonight. So I think that's more baked in on that offense. So I think all those guys uh, absolutely uh, you know, viable for your teams today. Uh, let's see. Other first baseman for us. Um, again, yeah, Gurriel, I think, is probably going to be the, the chalky option for us. Uh, if you want to pick on Matt Moore, you could go Victor Martinez. I just feel like, you know, there's just not a lot of upside in that bat anymore. Um, but he's cheap, especially on FanDuel. You can get him at, what, 2,600 over there, 32 on DraftKings, 64 on Fantasy Draft. And, uh, you know, Matt Adams, if you're not playing Tyson Ross, you can go there. But his price is finally jacked back up. 4,200 over on DraftKings, 39 over on FanDuel. So not the free square he used to be. And uh, even Anthony Rizzo, it is lefty on lefty, but uh, no issues, you know, rolling him out in that offense if I'm going to, you know, potentially stack those guys out. And uh, yeah, so that's what we got there. Let's keep it rolling. We'll go over to second base and... You know, even though I called him washed the other night, uh, I'd be crazy not to say Matt Carpenter is a guy that we shouldn't be playing tonight. 3.6K over on DraftKings, awfully affordable on Fantasy Draft, as well at 7,700 in a pretty good spot. So he's definitely a guy to look at. Uh, we got to wait on lineup order, but Alex Blandino, uh, we have him penciled in, coming in at second at just 2,900 on DraftKings and 54 on fantasy draft going against P.J. Conlon. So if he hits at the top of the order, there's an under 3K guy that's going to be really popular. We've actually got him as the highest projected owned second baseman on this slate. So uh, that kind of makes some sense there. As Drupal Cabrera on the higher end, Homer Bailey is terrible. The Mets bats definitely, I think, are going to be the way a lot of people go because you do have some big ones, especially in the outfield we'll talk about, who are priced down. So if you're going to get two or three of those bats and you're looking for somebody at second base, obviously, you know, uh, Estrubal Cabrera will make some sense there. But uh, not a discount there at 4.3. My boy Atuve is uh, 5.1K tonight, but uh, I still love that Houston stack to potentially get it going. Okay, over at third base, you could still play Carpenter. Um, if you're, again, on the infield side of things, you can play a number of these guys over on Fantasy Draft, FanDuel as well. You've got utility. So uh, Chris Bryant, 5.3. I think there's a really good chance he ends up hitting a home run tonight. You've got Suarez versus a, a pretty mediocre lefty. Uh, back to Blandino as an option. Again, he's second base and third base eligible there. So it is giving you a lot of ways that you can that you can build it. Um, Matt Chapman, he's the one that's got really good BVP against Dallas Keuchel tonight and has really crushed that fastball um, sinker pitch so far in his career. Four for seven with two home runs against Keuchel. Jed Lowry, pretty good numbers as well. 12 for 44 for him. Um, no home runs, but uh, definitely a guy who's hit the ball pretty well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think Carpenter, Blandino, those are... Definitely, you know, guys that you can look at if you're paying up at um, at starting pitching. Even Todd Frazier for the Mets at 4K. I just don't... Homer Bailey's just a, not a good pitcher at this point in his career. So the Mets offense has not been great. Not a overly stackable offense as of late, but lots of ways that you can uh, get some pieces into your lineup tonight. 
Okay, over at uh, the shortstop position, you know, Marcus Simeon leading off. He's 3,900. I like Correa at 5K. Again, I think I'm going to find a way to, to get a lot of these Houston bats in there. So uh, he's probably the guy that I will look to a little bit more. Um, let's see. Uh, who else is popping here at shortstop? Uh, if you need some relief, you could go down to Jose Iglesias, but I don't love the, the lineup spot, but he's 2.6K. I think he's a pivot if, if you want to get off of the uh, guy from Cincinnati who's Blandino. He's going to be really chalky. I mean, you could get him at 1% owned versus Blandino 17 to 20%. Uh, and, you know, he is an under 3K option for you as well. And you can also go to Minnesota. You got uh, Adriana Airy. Uh, man, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but, uh, going against John Gant, I told you I'm not a big fan of that offense or that, that starting pitcher tonight. So, uh, at only 2.4 K, a little bit better lineup order and saves you 200 bucks off of Iglesias. So there's an option for you. Addison Russell has just been pretty miserable this season. I don't even know if he's hit a home run to be honest with you. I know he hadn't, uh, up to a couple of days ago. I don't know if he did this weekend, but you know, Russell here versus a lefty since the beginning of the last season. Uh, not a strong ISO at 168. 327 Woba is not great, but he's pretty affordable. So if you're going to stack up the Cubs like me and you want to get a big pitcher in there, he is a way to uh, to make that happen, but just not showing some tremendous met metrics so far this season. Let's see, against uh, lefties this year, he's been really, really bad. 299 Woba. Maybe there's some... Uh, dead cat bounce is my boy Al Smizzle would have said back in the day on Grinders Live. But uh, again, as a Cub stack, definitely fine with that. Okay, moving to the outfield, we got lots of guys we need to uh, fill out on Fantasy Draft and on DraftKings. Um, you got some value there in the Mets, and these are the guys I'm talking about: Michael Conforto, Jay Bruce. Uh, I think it was Jim Sonis over at uh, Fanduel and Numberfire tweeted out Conforto had a home run opening day. And has not had a home run since opening day. But if there's a day for it to happen, it's against Homer Bailey. But we're looking at really heavy ownership on him. I think today upwards of 30% on FanDuel, uh, or excuse me, on DraftKings at just 3.4K. He and Bruce are really going to fit a lot of those. You could throw Brandon Nimmo in there as well uh, if he's leading off. So that entire outfield for the Mets, I think, is going to be pretty darn popular today so um for your cash games you don't worry about that in tournaments you could maybe look to pivot a little bit uh, Marcelo Zuna you know I'm okay with him again I do like the the Cardinals to score some runs today he hasn't really had you know explosive offensive games 6 13 12 the last in the in the that's his fantasy output the three games this weekend against the Cubs maybe he can get it going here a little bit but um moderate price tag kind of on him, which uh, which certainly helps. Also, we'll see where Grigor Blanco ends up uh, checking in that lineup order again. He is uh, uh, at 2.7K, gets Zach Eflin tonight, and not a guy I want to play, but if you're paying up for pitching and you need some sub-3K guys and you got a guy leading off, then absolutely. Uh, Nick Castellanos against Matt Moore. He's probably the best hitter that we've got there on the Tigers and uh, and I'm fine with rolling him out there. Um, he's expensive, but I think that should keep his ownership down a little bit. Uh, Adam Duvall, maybe he's starting to uh, to turn things here a little bit. I know he had a homer on Friday, uh, and then 
you know, 0 for 4, the two games on Saturday and Sunday. But against P.J. Conlon, who I think is a pretty mediocre arm, uh, definitely home run upside for him tonight. Uh, any of the Cubs, any of the Houston Astros, George Springer, no problem rolling those guys out there. And, uh, and that's probably the way that I'm looking to build my lineups here tonight. So uh, in terms of the stacks, like the Cubs, like the Cardinals, um, obviously like Houston tonight a little bit. And I don't mind Minnesota. And speaking of Minnesota, how about our boy STL Cardinals winning 100K on Friday night on a Minnesota stack? Man, I, I, I had to pick up the kids, so I didn't do XM that day and was listening to it. And dude talked that up. Put it in our alerts and everything. Man, just beast mode in 2018 for Justin. So uh, congrats to him. You can catch him. Sirius XM tonight. Back on with us uh, 6 to 7 Eastern. So we'll celebrate that a little bit and hopefully get some uh, good picks for tonight's slate. All right. Before we move on to NBA for tonight, we want to thank our friends over at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's the time of year, which brings us two things. It's graduation and Father's Day. And the gifts that go along with them. But now, before you buy your dad another tie or a grad a balloon, it's just going to float away, be useless, ask yourself, does my dad or grad want some wings, some sports, some beer, both, all three? Well, if the answer is yes, then get them the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, gift card. Right now, if you purchase $30 worth uh, or more of in-store or online, they'll give you a $5 bonus to keep for yourself. So it's a gift that keeps giving back. How generous of you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports, and terms and conditions definitely apply. So take a look at that. Hey, maybe my, I know my wife has never listened to this podcast. Like, never. So, therefore, uh, I definitely cannot be saying to her, why don't you get me that? Because she won't know. But if you've got a grad or you want to buy something for yourself, or just buy it for yourself and get five bucks free. Sounds good. Or your dad. There you go. Your dad, that's what you want to do. Okay, let's get to NBA for tonight. Only a two-game slate, so we'll just kind of talk quickly about the matchups. Boston, Philly, Toronto, Cleveland. Another 6 o'clock start. Ugh. Don't really love those, but uh, for whatever reason, they staggered these games, so it's east and west on the same nights, but whatever. Uh, so Boston at 6 Eastern against Philadelphia. Philly obviously has to win to stay alive. I'd like to think that Philly's going to show some metal here and, and get it done. Uh, ben Simmons has not been particularly good this series, and that's probably being being nice here. But uh, maybe this is a spot for him to uh, potentially turn it around. The thing is, the salary has dropped tremendous on him, down to 8600 And just to give you some context, series started, I think he was over 10K. So he's at 8600 I'm fine putting him back out there. I mean, all these Philly guys, they're playing monster minutes. So both he and Embiid um, are going to be out there a ton. Where Boston, on the flip side, still has some depth to him. Now, we saw Jason Tatum, you know, in overtime end up playing 41 minutes. was, you know, pretty incredible. 11 from 17 from the field. Uh, and he's 6,800 here tonight. Uh, Terry Rozier at 8,200. See, for me, I'm just spending 400 more and getting Ben Simmons. And I'm sure most people probably will as well. But I think that's the right move. Now, in terms of the value, I'm not seeing a lot in this game. Uh, Aaron Baines is a possibility. Uh, you know, he plays in the mid-20s. He's going to be out there to match up versus Embiid. And uh, does enough. You know, at 3,700, he's going to be a path to kind of stars and scrubs for you tonight. So uh, he's definitely a name to uh, to uh, 
consider. Um, Marcus Morris at uh, at fifty one hundred. I like that salary on him, but just not as much upside as you'd hope for. But the shots are kind of there. Three for fourteen. He took fourteen shots in game one. Twelve in or fourteen in game three. Twelve in game one. So I do think there is you know some potential to have even better numbers than we've seen. Um, so if you want to live in that territory, you can. You know, JJ Redick at fifty nine hundred shots are way up for him, but he's so one dimensional on whether or not he has a big game. So six for fifteen last game, twenty seven fantasy points. I guess at fifty nine hundred, it's not too bad. But I don't think we're gonna see like forty fantasy point game from him likely tonight. Where I look at a guy like you know Marcus Smart, and I don't think it's an impossibility because he can fill up a number of different categories and you know six fouls for him last game so minutes were a little bit down considering it was overtime one for seven from three-point range didn't really get it going so uh salary 5800 i'd prefer him over jj reddick tonight uh all right the toronto cleveland series we'll see if van vliet starts again tonight he's only 3600 and he you know played uh, 33 minutes, one for seven from three-point range, didn't get it done. I'll be curious to see what Toronto does tonight. Um, uh, backs against the wall on the road. You know, LeBron James just crushed their soul again the last last time out. And, you know, LeBron at 12-1, if he gives you 62, you probably don't need him to win, but if he gives you 77 like he did in game two, you probably do need him to win. But it's so hard to know what kind of effort level we're going to get in this one from Toronto or even from Cleveland, from that matter. You're up 3-0 at home. You're feeling pretty good. Half of you says, let's, let's you know, finish the series, get LeBron some rest. He certainly needs it. Um, but you always have that little letdown when you kind of feel like you have the series in hand. Now, Kevin Love, his salary jumped back up. It was 6K, then went up to 68. Now it's up to 78 I think it's time to bail on Kevin Love at 7,800. Uh, no thank you there. Uh, I do think Serge Ibaka is a guy that can look at here. He played a little bit better last game, gave you 30 fantasy points. He's only 4,900. He fouled out in that game as well. Four blocks. Uh, I think they can use his length. So I like I like Ibaka a lot at 4K today. So he's a name that I'm looking to roster. Not much I love on Cleveland side. I think uh, you know Kyle Korver played... Pretty darn good last game. Uh, four of six from three-point range. They really need his shooting. I mean, he's just so consistent out there. And when he and JR are hitting shots, it's tough to beat them. But I'll take Corver over JR in that like mid-four range today. And, you know, even George Hill, minutes are rock solid. 35 in each of the last two. It's just such a facilitator. They just don't need him to score that much. So uh, he's a cheap, cheap guy to put in there. Um, do I like him more than Van Vliet? Uh, if I need $300 of savings, I'll take Van Vliet, uh, there. As for Kyle Lowry and DeRozan, both these guys are fine. Probably giving the slight edge to DeRozan at 7,500. Uh, he's, you know, a whole thousand cheaper than he was two games ago. Um, and was sitting in the 8Ks, uh, you know, at the end of last series. They need a better effort from him. Three for 12. Zero three-point attempts. He actually has not made a three-pointer in this series. 0 for 9. We'll see if he gets straight today. So 7,500. He's probably, you know, a pretty clear kind of cash game play for me. Uh, at the center position overall, I mean, I'm fine if you want to roll Embiid out there. I think he plays better today. Uh, Valanchunas, I'm almost wondering if fatigue is starting to set in a little bit for him. I mean, he played, 
you know, consecutively, uh, what was it, 32, 31, 34 minutes, and then a 27. This is a guy who usually plays like 23 minutes a game, and he's been way over that, especially on, you know, a every other day kind of game schedule. So I'm wondering if it's kind of wearing a little bit on him. So that's where I like kind of a Baca potentially at 4,900 to play that position or Aaron Baines. Uh, out there for Boston. So, uh, all right, that's it. That's what I got for NBA tonight, and that's what I got for the podcast. Uh, Good luck in all your matchups. We'll be back again um, tomorrow, talking more Daily Fantasy Baseball with you. Check out our friends at Fantasy Draft. If you haven't done so already, make that deposit, promo code GRINDERS, and uh, always appreciate you guys leaving a review on iTunes. Do that for me, and it goes a long way. But uh, I am out of here. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow. Good luck, and we'll see you. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only.